We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Again, you can always call or text 402-464-5685. The Mike Schaefer Hour sponsored by Trek CBD 84th and Highway 2 ah. here in Lincoln. Okay, so we were teasing this before the break. And then we will ask Schaefer a recruiting question after that regarding. <laughs> I promise. Yeah, we got to get to Arnold Barnes. We're going to, but we teased the basketball thing first. We're going to have Schaefer guess. Poor Arnold Barnes. Here, here is, again, here Stop. is the recap of this. Get okay. preempted for basketball. Here we go, Jake. Yeah, I lost my... Question. I got it. Okay. SI.com did a ranking of all 363 men's teams in Division One basketball. Okay? I would like you, Schaefer... I got to guess. guess. To guess okay. where Nebraska... And here's, again, the preface is that SIP believes Nebraska is overrated... A little yeah, overrated. ...in their ranking. Where do you believe out of 363 teams in Division One basketball... SI.com places Nebraska. 241. <laughs> Ooh, backs my notion. Really okay. strongly backs Listen, my I notion. I got to admit, I was surprised by this because the, the, the premise I saw is that Nebraska is only ahead of three Power Five teams. They're ahead of Oregon State, Georgia Tech, and California. Nebraska, Cal- that's it. California. Cal. Cal, Berkeley. Cal, whatever. Okay, yeah. Nebraska's at 138. That is way too. You want to see the company? Here's the company. Schaefer and me are on the same page. Here's the company they're with per SI.com. I'm going to go four above them and four below. Okay, four above them: Oral Roberts, College of Charleston, Princeton, Missouri State, Nebraska. Okay. Samford, not Stanford, but Samford, who's beaten Nebraska before. Yeah. Penn, Hmm? Pepperdine, Hmm? Long Beach State, Indiana State. That's kind of the teams around you right now. Yeah, I would imagine uh, if Nebraska played those eight teams, like they'll probably go two and six or three oh, and five, boy. right? They're not good. Like I don't want to talk about them like they're good. I don't want to pretend like they're good. The season starts on Monday, and I have no excitement or enthusiasm for them. I have season tickets. I'll be there. Isn't okay. it sad? Okay, that's but, good. That's good. I mean, I'm I'm good. tired of Project Rebuild every year, mm-hmm. I, and. This is a huge. I hope rebuild. I'm completely wrong. I hope people can listen to this and then take this segment and throw it in my face in March. Yeah, but, you'd be happy. Yeah, yeah I'd be glad I was wrong. This is Wonderful. this is not only player rebuild. This is mindset rebuild. Yeah, this is well, I mean, they're, style they're rebuild. Steam, like it's just, I don't know. This is what happens when you were careless for four years of assembling a roster and putting pieces together that don't work and. Have being generally indifferent. To it, now, you know? here's the thing: they, I do, I do think they'll be better chemistry wise. Sure, I, I think you'll I see mean, a team I, with good I chemistry. Get that. Yeah, but someone has to put the damn basket, or the ball in the basket, right. and they can't. Mm-hmm. Look, they can't do it from afar. They can't do it up close. Yeah. I genuinely wondered on our podcast, on the Husker twenty four seven podcast, if there would be a time where they would score less than Nebraska scored against Purdue in a football game. Ooh. Which was 37. 37. Like, they go play like a good, a good defensive team in the Big Ten. I could see him putting up 30. Oh, now points. that's a little rash. Why is that They're rash? Gonna, We've seen that with Don Sather's team before. The strategy is to play games in the 60s and the 50s. Mm-hmm. If they can't score and, you know, for whatever reason, 
Purdue or Michigan or Indiana or any of these teams that can put a clamps down on them. Purdue Don, will play fast. Don so he'll Sadler score some points. Team scored away. in the 30s, I think, twice. Miles had a couple of times he scored 42 points okay. total. I'm still game. going with Rash. Greg Garden, Wisconsin, decides to rock fight you. Yeah, yeah they, good luck getting to 40. 54-37. Yeah, I'm so. not saying that they're getting blown out and it's, it's you know, Doc Sadler versus Kansas and it's 96-39 or yeah. whatever. But, you know, <laughs> could I see them losing a 54-36 game? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, they're just – they're they're not – well – built to score a lot of points look, look at their their I, exhibition i'm, I'm excited for sam greitzel i hope it goes well i yeah. think that's a really cool story yeah but the jump from the summit to the big 10 is huge right you, you're counting on Juwan gary coming who was good Alabama. and Mel. Yeah. yeah and bandamel um, you hope that cj wilcher can give you something uh you're you, you, a lot you're you're, you're hoping that hoping a lot. that tomanaga can be an off the bench scorer at mm-hmm. times but I just don't – and look, maybe it's the opposite of last year where basically we were all deter- determining where the NCAA sites were after the Colorado exhibition. And then they played Western Illinois, and 15 minutes into that game, you realize that what it's you saw was a mirage. It's going to be bad. So, I mean, maybe they're going to come blow the doors off of you, Maine. You go back to easy basket. I mean, Nebraska was 3 for 10 at the free throw line against Colorado. Yeah, that's, three that's trouble. 10. That's trouble. Six for, for, six, six for 26 from the three-point three line. Yeah. Three for ten from the line. Yeah. I don't know where the points are going to come from. I don't I really don't. I hope well, that's why Fred. I think that's why Fred's saying we got clamped down on defense and rebound. Which you know, hopefully. But do. I also saw that article out by the Athletic that said that Fred Hoiberg is easily, by most people's accounts, the most likely to get fired first this basketball season during the in, season in college. Yes, I don't think it'll happen during the season, barring some sort of scandal. <laughs> what if they, What if they lost? <laughs> to be honest, I I would imagine that's that that's scandalous. Yeah, if it, a, a loss to Maine would be scandalous. And they lost to Western Illinois. Yeah, I'm just saying. They but, lost to UC Riverside okay, or UC a, a loss to or, Omaha, UNO, would uh, be scandalous for this Who did Gervais Green hit a three against to send it to overtime, and they lost anyways in November? Southern, maybe. Um, no, I got I mean, you. They, they have some horrendous losses. That's why it's funny to me. They're in the 140s or whatever that 138. Ooh, I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. And I, I know I'm gonna get hammered by both of you. I was talking to a Creighton fan last night. Baylor Shireman. They're saying like Baylor Shireman's gonna be one of the best players in the country. Well, he was last year. He's really good. Why wouldn't he? It's be? the same yeah. kind of deal where the jump, this, this jump from the summit is gonna be big. But with Baylor Shireman, you're talking about a guy that was regarded as a potential NBA player. He was regarded so, as one of the best transfer portal players ever. The the view ever. of like the view of what he is versus Sam Grisel and they battled against each other. Yeah. Uh it's totally different. Yeah. Now they're both talented. Um and he's still got to make that adjustment, but yeah, crazy. It, it it just go back to what we started. It, it's really sad that I think we all agree that they're overrated at number one thirty eight. Well, Schaefer clearly thought that well, we're said, on the same said, page. Two forty one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. When you told I don't me, I know how I can put them over two hundred and forty other basketball teams at this point. And yet, they sold twelve thousand season tickets. Nebraska. People are desperate for winners. And Nebraska fans like it's a beautiful arena. People around here like basketball. I mean, it doesn't really take a ton to get people excited about the basketball. No, it doesn't. Game. They need to hover around 500, uh-huh. upset a couple teams. Uh-huh. I mean, Doc Sadler lived off of this for however many years and kind of a average to bad Big 12 at times. Right. Like you, It's not a tough formula to have an interesting basketball program every year. And they have taken 
what was a really exciting head coach, and it has just plummeted to the depths of basketball hell. Like, that's where they're in. Kind of has. And I don't really it know has. how they get out. It's not pleasant. I hope people are not totally I don't, I don't turned know off. I'm not excited to talk about this. No, I know. I know like, you're not. not. Not basketball, but talk about it, the program in this way. No, I know. It's, but you're being I real. I care a lot about Nebraska Yeah, I know you do. You have season ticket holder. Sip knows I care a lot, too. Yeah. I just can't go to the game. Yeah, I think it should be emphasized. Schaefer's a... <laughs> s- I just can't. I, te- I told you, no, I can't. Like, it, no. it pains me. It this product uh, yeah. pains me. Oh, I, I've watched you. I've watched. I it had happen. like a protest last me, year where I was like, me. I'm not going to any more games. Yeah. I don't want to. I, watch I didn't this. go to one after the Creighton game. I said, I can't yeah. do it. I said, no. Nope. I went to several. After. Uh, yeah, I mean, remember, Sip has watched me die inside. Regarding yeah, this I remember, he, there was a time he was firing off Hoiberg tweet, yeah. and, and now it's that. Well, if we can have <laughs> one thing discussed here on this show that we can all agree on. It is that Jake is no longer allowed to request statues being built of anyone or anything until there's an accomplishment meriting a statue. My statues are curses. Yeah. And they're cursed. Because you called for Bill Moose, Fred Hoiberg statues. How has that gone so far? Good thing Was there not a frost statue? No. I don't don't think he ever. No, I never built a frost statue. Okay. All right. Just Bill Moose and Fred Hoiberg. Yeah, you never. Yeah. I had visions of Fred Hoiberg cutting down the first net at the, of a tournament win and, and having that being a net, the statue. Yeah, yeah. Well, cutting. Oh, no, that was your vision. No, of, of Fred Hoiberg cutting down yeah. the net uh, on a ladder. Yes, that'd be the statue outside the, the arena. The thing that annoys Disheveled. me is that I can watch games and I can see that in game he can make some pretty smart adjustments and good coaching moves For sure. and put Nebraska in position to be competitive. But it's the whole building of the roster That's it. that he just That's sort it. of removed himself from. He, he, he put it in Abdul Masi's hands. And it was a, a giant failure. Right. And there's no way to call it anything but that. No, there's no doubt in my mind that Fred's a good basketball coach. And there's no doubt in my mind he gets his teams well prepared. It's the players. He doesn't have the players. Yeah. He does prepare them at a high level. There's no doubt in my mind about it. I've heard it. I I've I've heard it from people that know Fred it's prepares not even his the, teams. It's not even the just having the players. They don't even have like it's like if you decide you're gonna make a recipe, they're just like pulling random ingredients off of different parts of the cupboard. Like we're gonna put some ginger with the chicken here, mm-hmm. and there's gonna be some Cajun powder, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, you know, random black olives are getting thrown in, mm-hmm. and it's just like a bunch of stuff thrown into a pot, shoved into an oven, mm-hmm. and just hope that it comes out and tastes okay. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see it Monday, 7 o'clock against Maine. We'll see how that product looks like. Mm. You know, the maybe they'll surprise. Maybe I they'll hope surprise. so. Like yeah. I hope people are going to be like, we always knew you were an idiot. This really just confirms it. <laughs> on, on that note, this, this is a, a interesting text, somewhat painful, but mostly funny. Okay. Bird in Columbus. Bird, our friend. This. He says, it's actually refreshing just knowing they will suck. No Kool-Aid at all this year. Don't drink any Kool-Aid. Have you, have you, have you, have you encountered any Kool-Aid? No. I haven't either. No. I mean, I, last year there was. Sure. There I, was a lot of Kool-Aid last year. Well, a group Bryce of friends that really care about basketball and no one wants to talk about Remember the discussion, remember the discussion last year going in that this is the most talented team Nebraska's had since – like Tony Farmer and yeah. that that was a real discussion. That was a real discussion. 
Now, I didn't buy into it. No. I was like, no, 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 what, what are we talking about here? It's the most talented team that Nebraska's had since their NCAA tournament teams. Look at this, look at this array of talent. I was like, whoa, whoa, we're in a different. We were wrong. No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't wrong. Well, they were wrong. They so were wrong. They yeah, were I was not. wrong. I don't wrong. think that I was trying to convince you of that. No, you weren't. I hope not. No, you weren't. If I was, I'd slap myself. I, in the past. No, you weren't. I think you were a little more open-minded to it than I was, but not. You weren't going too far. All down right. That before road. we get to the game show, we we got to get to Arnold Barnes. Arnold Barnes is a running back from New Orleans who committed to Nebraska on Tuesday. Sure Ch- did. Chose Nebraska over Tulane in Iowa. Yep. This is a Mickey guy. Yeah, well, I mean, he's a New Orleans, he's a New Orleans guy. Uh, certainly, I would imagine that if anyone's going to have some intel on players in that city, it's going to be Mickey Joseph, and he's going to know where to Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to, no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans, to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code staple two zero. Go for it. What fascinates me, and we're talking about a multi-year starter in high school, this isn't someone that just kind of like popped up out of nowhere. This is a guy that is well-known in the New Orleans area. He was committed to Tulane, uh, who, you know, Willie Fritz does a nice job of, of finding guys and developing players and winning games. And so I I think that that should give people some uh, some excitement there. I mean, this isn't just some person that was – you know, found to fill a spot. Like, I think they legitimately like him. And I think he would compliment, you know, an A.J. Allen pretty well. He strikes me as he could be sort of an interesting third down kind of running back. I don't know that I look at him and look that he's just going to get, you know, 250 carries in a season kind Frame. of thing. What, how big? He's, he's, he's a big dude. What, 5'8", 225, yeah. Or, yeah or it depends where you see. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's, he's thick. He's, he's thick. thick. Yeah. Like, you know, seeing him before the, the Indiana game, the, the kind of the big takeaway is he's – he's almost kind of stocky as a running back. And, you know, when you, you've seen guys like that, he's maybe not the fastest straight line speed, but he, he does a really nice job avoiding taking big hits. He, he runs really well. I mean, he's put up some huge games against some of the best teams that they've played, including a near 400 yard, six touchdown game. Like I, I think he's a pretty interesting guy and this doesn't strike me as like a reach, but it's also not someone that I think you're looking at and saying, Oh wow, he's, a three-year starter. I think he's just a really nice depth running back uh, for Nebraska and could be a good complimentary piece with, with a guy like A.J. Allen, who I AJ think is Allen. the future of that room. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, the biggest around. running back recruit Nebraska can get mm-hmm. in 2023 is keeping A.J. Allen on the roster. Yep, I, yeah, hope he sticks around. Mm-hmm. That's the key. Like, that's, you know, with all the respect to, to Arnold Barnes, it would be a bigger deal just to get A.J. Allen. A.J. Allen, I thought that as the season went on, I thought he started to look – on the level of Grant. Oh, yeah. Anthony Grant. I didn't I, think there was a big difference at all. I think, you know, it's it's a little bit of an unsung loss for them this year is that you could have really kind of yin and yang that a little bit, you know. Oh, yeah. If it's not working for Grant, you can go – because they had a little bit different styles. Like, hey, Allen, I feel like you can get more between the tackles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you needed more short yardage, 
But he he had burst. He could run away from people if he needed to. Um, Definitely more of a glider than yeah. than Anthony Grant. Grant, right now, I just wish Anthony Grant would turn shoulders square to the mm-hmm. the the end zone and go north south a little bit. Uh, he might be east to west recently. Yeah, yeah. 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 he has been. Let's play the game. She'll give us a call right now at 464-568. Five your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. Another good week so far, Schaefer. Two and one for, for Sip trying to claim another winning week with you today. Of course, our theme has been recently the Thursday night football game, so we'll keep with that. Uh, Eagles and Texans are the game tonight. Eagles, Eagles and, Texans. and Texans all-time leaders is our oh, trivia God. today. Wow. How long, how long have the Texans been around? Since 2002. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, so there's just the Texans. Just Texans, yeah. Okay. Texans Texans, and Eagles. Trippy. All right, well, that eliminates a lot of players. If you think you know your Texans and Eagles all-time leaders, 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, 464-5685. Call the down Sip and Trivia. How do you guys, Sip and Schaefer, feel about Eagles and Texans all-time leaders? I know a few names for the Don't Texans. I won't up. say them. Okay. Um, I definitely feel more comfortable about the Eagles. All right, that's good because I feel pretty good about the Texans. Okay, that's good. Given that their entire history is after I turned, what, like 18? Mm, something like that. Yeah. Okay, if you can hear us, you're playing the game show. Who do we have today? Hey, Jake, it's Graham. Graham. All right, Graham. How do Graham. you feel about Eagles and Texans <laughs> trivia today? You've ruined that name. Does it, does it include the Oilers? We no. Include the Oilers no Oilers. Texas just Texas. Nope, just the Texans when they were born in 2002. When they were born. All right, All right Graham is going to play today. All right, uh, Schaefer, lifeline for one question as always. Graham, here we go. First question goes to you. Who has the most passing yards in Texans history with 23,221 yards? I think I would have that. Matt Schaub. Ooh, I did not know that. You guys yeah, Deshaun that. Watson? Yeah. It is Matt Schaub. Matt oh. Schaub actually by quite a bit. Like seven or eight thousand over Ooh, Deshaun Watson. I was very confident. He had that a good job. Good what? Seven year run with them, or something like that. Six year. He was good. All right, one zero lead for Graham. Sip first question. Use Schaefer wisely. Who has the most rushing yards in Eagles history with six thousand seven hundred and ninety two yards? Little guy. <laughs> Do you know this? I have a guess. I don't have... Is he a little guy? If if we're thinking of the same person, yeah. This is a guess, and what percent are you on this guess? 60? A little higher than that. Go. You want me to do it? Yes. Do Staley? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's okay. I, 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 right, I called so the play. Schaefer is out. I called for the onside kick. It's Question's my... Question's incorrect. Answer's incorrect. Uh, Graham, do you want that one or do you want to pass? The only guy I can think of would be LaShawn McCoy, but I don't know if he's there long enough. So are you going to take that or not? Is that your guess? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he went for it, and he got it. The steal. 
So I was thinking Westbrook, yeah. by the way. Westbrook was third. Yeah, Brian, I knew it wasn't Westbrook because he, he didn't have a long enough peak. Westbrook I didn't think third. of LaShawn McCoy at all. There's some guy from the 70s or 80s that's number two. I don't okay. know, I know who that was. Like, State is not even in the top three. All right, Graham, for the 3-0 resounding sweep, Jeez. last question. Who has the most sacks in Eagles history with 124? Oh, uh, this has got to be someone from the 80s. This is not. There's no way it's right, but I'm going to go Fletcher Cox. Okay, you guys have to go for this. There's only one name. I, I mean, this is, this is, there's only one, right? It's got to be Reggie White. No, Reggie White is yeah. correct. All right, so it's All still right, we're in back. the game. Come on, Schaefer. Oh, yeah. Still in it. Oh, yeah, Schaefer's out, though. Yeah, Schaefer's out. This is on okay. you. All right. All right, Sip, you're on your own here. Okay. To tie it up and force a tiebreaker, last question. Who has the most rushing yards in Texans I history? that. With 6,472 yards to force the tiebreaker? Chris Johnson. Schaefer, who is that? Is it Arian Foster? It is Arian Foster, but you were on the Gotta be Arian Foster. Arian Foster is correct. Graham, congrats. We're getting your bagels. Thanks for calling in and calling down the road, Graham. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Rick. Yeah, good go. job, Graham. Graham uh, so now we have a that big fight. No, it's okay. No, you're fine. I, I projected too much confidence on an answer that wasn't even in the top three. You're fine on that, Schaefer. You got Reggie White, though. Yeah. No, now that, that, put, that puts a lot of pressure on Friday. That's what today means to me. Two and two. By, by the way, regarding this game tonight, how often do you see a line in the NFL It's a 14-point favorite? Eagles are a 14-point favorite at the Texans. Mm. I have road. seen a team lose a game that was a three-score favorite in the NFL okay. in person <laughs> when I went and watched. <laughs> oh, yes, the, Bills. the Minnesota Vikings lose to the Buffalo Bills, and that's when I realized that Josh Allen was going to be a problem for other people. Just watching him run away from linebackers and safeties so fast. That was, that was, was week one or week two? Of that uh, week? No, that was week three. Two or week? No, week three of the season. Uh, 2018. You saw that because game. I went. It, Nebraska played at Michigan. I went and visited a friend. Flew in on Saturday morning. Got in before the game. We went and watched that game. And I thought to myself, "Man, that was a bad performance. I hope that doesn't happen the next day." And then I went and watched the Vikings. Just yep, stink. Well, that's too bad, Schaefer. So it, it can't happen. <laughs> you I don't, sound crushed, Jake. I don't think the Eagles will. Uh, I, I don't think the Eagles will have that problem tonight because I think you the don't. Texans are real bad. Yeah, they are. Uh, the, the Texans' defense has been actually respectable, right? Respect, but Davis Mills has dropped off a level. Yeah, for being the guy that people are like, oh, this might actually be the best quarterback from that class. I, mean, I don't think no, so. no, I think, he has I think we can determine the Davis Mills takes are wrong. Yeah. Was he? He was twenty twenty one or twenty twenty. He was part of the twenty twenty one group, right? so which has been an underwhelming class so yeah. far. Trevor Lawrence, well, yeah. Has so that's been like the Trevor Lawrence, Jack Wilson. Fields. Yep. Not been very. Again, it's Mac it's Jones. early. It's early for those guys, but they haven't really been that good yet. Yeah, I mean, everyone was burying Tua, and turns out that you get well, the right coach. And, well, yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, that's true. It, we have a tendency anymore in society that if someone doesn't flash within the first year, that they're terrible and it's a waste of a draft pick and blah blah. And now blah. Tua is on fire and a great quarterback and now we say what was Brian Flores doing by burying him on the depth chart or not giving him a chance. Whatever. Well, he was a starter for Flores. Well, but he wanted he liked Brissett more than him last year. To be Jacoby. fair. Jacoby Brissett Jacoby was, just destroyed the Bengals. 
Well, Jacoby Brissett was 0-5 in his starts in Miami. Yeah, you, I, Jacoby Brissett or Teddy Bridgewater? Oh, God. Yeah, who is it? Uh, Brissett's better than Bridgewater. Yeah. I don't know if I agree. Brissett can at least shake off a sack. Yeah, he's big. Yeah, he's, he's a big, big he's a he's big dude. He's harder to bring down than Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, Brissett, I'm Bridgewater shocked. Bridgewater spins into sacks all the time. Does he? I mean, I saw in the Vikings game, he'd spin, he'd spin into well, three sacks. Yeah, I know. You're the right. Teddy Bridgewater I know just takes teams to the playoffs. <laughs> that Teddy Bridgewater is long gone now. <laughs> Maybe for you, but in my memory, he lives forever. <laughs> yeah, he was great. Uh, before let's go, Schaefer, um, your thoughts. Nebraska is a 16-point dog Saturday. Do they cover? Do they, is it interesting or not? I don't know how interesting it'll be. It feels like a 21-10 to 10 kind of game for, for Minnesota. I mean, I, I don't think they're going to do anything flashy. I don't think they're going to put the ball in harm's way at all. It's going to be a lot of handoffs to to Ibrahim, who P.J. Fleck plans on getting as many carries out of before he definitely does not have a professional career. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> shit. And Big swipe. I, I don't mean anything against – like, he's just not going to have any tread left on the tie. Like, an NFL team isn't going to want a guy that has, like – a what, nearly 2,000 He's a six-year guy, right? He's, I think, I think yeah, he's a six-year guy. So, um, it's just a lot of miles. And, it's, and maybe he knows that, and they know that. And this is a, you know, I think that's the Chase Brown thing. I don't think he harbors any grand plans to be a great NFL running back. Well, Ibrahim says his life is basically this. I try to get better. I, f- I try to feel a little better each day during the week so I'm ready on Saturday. Yeah, that's rough. Schaefer, it's been fun. Thank you. We'll see you next Thursday. Mike Schaefer, 24-7 Sports. The spillover is next on an early break in the ticket.